Thank you, brother. Thank you. Sorry. Genesis 29, 31. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben, for he said, the Lord has shown, looked on my affliction. Now, now, like I was saying, when you find yourself in a situation like Rachel and Leah found themselves, though the situation is not of your making, okay? It is not of your making. Nobody can blame you for what exists. And you know that in spiritual life, what our Lord Jesus Christ taught us is not to be perfect because we cannot, but to be blameless. That's spiritual maturity. Always be blameless, no matter what is happening. Now, the quest argument is this. Since situations arise in life of which you and I, we did not contribute to this thing. We just found ourselves in it. Okay. Now the question is, how can someone in that situation be godly, be blameless, you know? Because that is where the real challenge is. How can, how can uh, uh, Rachel, Jacob, Leah, how can each of them be blameless? Okay, let us uh, take Jacob. Let us begin with Jacob. He didn't plan to marry so many wives. He only planned to marry one, like he saw his father did. But Laban had tricked him into marrying two wives and acquiring two concubines. Okay, so now, what can Jacob do under the circumstances? Okay, he needs to um, um, do what the Muslims say they do, that you can marry four wives and love them equally. <laughs> that's what the, the Muslims say can marry for us and love them equally. There must be, no, what you do for A, you must do for B. Obviously, Jacob was not doing that. That's what Jacob would have done. No matter the pressure from any quarter, we have to love these four women equally. Okay, so now, how would um, Rachel be godly? in these circumstances. She couldn't say, it was me only he wanted to marry. So I really cannot share him with all these people. I don't know who, I don't know why they came here. No, they too came there. It's not of their making. So how would, because you see, this is the challenge for a Christian. Once you find yourself in any situation, you must ask the same question. How can I be blameless in this situation? 
How can I be blameless? So, for Rachel to be blameless, she will be the one saying to Jacob, don't only come to this, my room. Okay, you should go to the other rooms too. You have four <laughs> wives, unfortunately. She must be the one, you know, showing equity and fairness by making Jacob visit the other women in, in, in a, a, a rotation. And that would be in spite of the way she feels about the matter. So this is what godliness is about. You know, it's not that I'm justified in keeping Jacob to myself. You know, the father bears direct responsibility for the situation we have here. So I don't have any blame in the matter. No, it doesn't work that way because the judge is God. That's why they say he took sides with Leah. And by taking sides with Leah, God was saying clearly that all the other people are in default. And particularly Jacob and Rachel, they're in default. So now, how would Leah be godly, be blameless under the circumstances? Knowing what she knows about how this situation comes about, okay? The Bible says that God saw that Leah was unloved Maybe the only time um, 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 she ever saw Jacob was that first night of the wedding when he thought um, she was Rachel. You know. Now, the challenge for Leah then was not to be bitter, as difficult as that may sound, not to uh, hate Rachel. You know, Leah must understand that Rachel herself is also, was also a victim, you know, because every situation you must try to figure out what is godly, what is blameless. That's why all these situations, they throw up themselves in our lives to see whether we understand godliness to see whether we understand blameless living before God. It is not to turn around and tell anybody who cares to hear how you have been humiliated by your husband taking a second wife. No, Jacob didn't take a second wife. He didn't take a second wife. He too was a victim. Everybody is a victim of Laban's uh, trickery. So Leah must not hate. Leah must forgive all the, all the uh, 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 denials of conjugal rights, all the, all the humiliating treatments he got from Rachel and, and Jacob. You know, she has to endure that without bitterness of soul. That's what Hannah did in the house of Elimelech, when Penina will taunt her, Hannah will only pray. You know, 
That's why God visited her. Hannah will only pray. He will turn Penina back. Because like I say to people, there are situations in the life of a Christian where you cannot answer people. There is nothing to answer them with. You have to wait for God to provide the answer. So no matter how they provoke you, no matter what they say to you, you cannot answer them. You can only pray. Because whatever you say is meaningless. You don't have the wherewithal to answer. So you have to pray like Hannah and pray and pray and pray until God gives you the answer. And that's a training in godliness. That's a training in godliness. Because it shows that you understand God and his ways and that you have to make sure that you're on God's side. You know, we learned that lesson from Joshua chapter five, that God is not on anybody's side. That is the person who wants God to be on their side, that moves to God's side. You know, in, in Joshua 5, 13, you, 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 you see it there, you know, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? The man said, no, I'm neither for you nor for your adversary. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have come now. Yes, Joshua, the man was there to make sure that the purposes of God were fulfilled. So it is not taking sides. But if you want him to be on your side, then you move to his side. This is what we call training in godliness. Don't miss the opportunities you have in your life to be trained in godliness, to be trained in blameless Christian living with people. And that's why, particularly in a provocative situation, you have to be very, very careful to be led by the Spirit. Why are we led by the Spirit? The Bible says, there is therefore now, Romans 8.1, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But why would there be no condemnation? They must walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Okay, They do not walk according to the flesh. In other words, you don't respond according to the provocation. You don't respond according to the injustice. Obvious sometimes, very obvious injustice. You don't respond because if you respond in kind, that is predictable. You are predictable. You are not spiritual. You are carnal. So when you find yourself in such situations, you have to say to God, I need a dictation. I don't want to offend you. I need a dictation here. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Amen. Oh, I have prayed that prayer so many times. Lord, I need a dictation. I need a dictation. Because once I follow what you're telling me, then there can be no condemnation for me. That's what the Bible says. <clears throat> That's why all these scriptures are very important to practical Christian living. You know, practical, not theory, practical Christian living. So Leah must have passed the test. That's why God moved to her side. You know, 
So anybody that passes this test, then God moves to your side. So okay. it is important. It is important to learn a fundamental practical lesson from Leah, Jacob, and Rachel. So don't say, well, what, what do you expect me to do? Ah, it doesn't say, when it comes to God, that is, not a, that, is, that is not a solution. What do you expect me to do? They are looking for human sympathy. It is not human sympathy that they use to win divine favor. They use godliness to win divine favor. Amen. So our prayer is that uh, we, we should not let the lessons of the lives of these people be lost on us. Amen. So that the purposes of God can continue to flourish through us. Amen. Amen.